0: You're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff.
1: And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about how humans literally use their noses to navigate, why horseshoe crabs hold the secret ingredient for drug development, and the truth behind five myths about summer dangers.
0: And stick around to the end of today's episode, because we've got a real fun conversation for you. For now, let's satisfy some curiosity.
1: Your sense of smell is good for enjoying food and noticing gas leaks, but does it help you find your way around? Well, new evidence suggests that it does, or at least that it could. You already know that having two eyes makes navigation a lot easier. For people with normal vision, the brain uses slightly different images delivered by each eye to help create the three-dimensional world that you see. A different region of the brain uses information from each ear to help determine what direction sound comes from. Pretty nifty, right? Well, according to this new research, your brain might do something similar with your nostrils, meaning you might have an easier time navigating if you've got two of them. These findings were a big surprise, and they're bound to have researchers paying closer attention to what the nose knows. So the study involved about 200 participants and a series of very subtle experiments with a pretty unusual setup. The participants were asked to look at a screen and watch a series of very short videos of gray pixels moving on a black background. They kind of look like you're flying through a flurry of snowflakes. The different videos were animated to make it seem like the viewer was headed very slightly to the left or to the right, but only slightly. I've seen them and it's super hard to tell. The participants just had to decide whether they were headed left or headed right in each video. They also wore a nose piece that let the researchers pipe different amounts of fragrance into each nostril. For example, a participant might have had a medium amount of vanilla in the left nostril and a very faint amount in the right one. They were asked to inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. After running the experiment several different ways and crunching the numbers, The researchers concluded that the different intensities of smell did, in fact, affect what direction the participants thought they were traveling. In the same way hearing a car more prominently in one ear than the other tells you which direction it's coming from, smelling a scent more prominently in one nostril than the other gives you a directional clue, too. And the greater the ratio from one nostril to the other, the greater the effect. And get this, the effect was completely subconscious. The participants couldn't reliably say which nostril was smelling the stronger odor. It turns out that your sense of smell affects you in ways you can't even comprehend.
0: You literally can't even comprehend?
1: Literally can't even comprehend.
0: Okay, just wanted to be really clear. (laughs) Researchers have made countless medical breakthroughs over the last several decades, and they've done it with some help from a secret ingredient that you might not expect. It's the most valuable medical resource in the world, and it fetches tens of thousands of dollars per gallon. Believe it or not, I'm talking about the blood of one weird species of crab horseshoe crabs. They're odd little creatures, and their story is fascinating and a little alarming. So, in case you've never seen one, horseshoe crabs look like flat, brown bicycle helmets with tails. And they're actually closer to spiders than crabs. They're also what you might call living fossils. They haven't changed much in about 450 million years. But that's not the only thing that makes them special. Their extremely valuable blood is blue. And by extremely valuable, I mean that a gallon of it costs about 60,000 US dollars. So it's not surprising that there's a whole industry devoted to capturing horseshoe crabs and draining their blood. This blood is so valuable because it is the only known natural source of a protein called Limulus amebocyte lysate, or LAL. It comes from the crab's immune cells, called amebocytes, and researchers think it evolved as a way to fight bacterial infections in their blood. You can drop a tiny amount of horseshoe crab blood in a liquid solution that's contaminated with bacterial endotoxins, and those are a telltale sign of potentially harmful bacteria. When you do that, it'll immediately coagulate into a gel. This isn't just a neat party trick, though. LAL has become essential to the medical industry. Since the 1970s, it's been used to test bacterial contamination in every vaccine and medical device that's been developed. Kind of a big deal. To get enough material for all the testing, 600,000 horseshoe crabs are harvested for their blood every year. And we don't kill them, but we do drain about 30% of their blood before releasing them. That's about three times the portion you might donate during a blood drive. But due to the stress of being handled, 30% of those crabs don't survive the ordeal. And that's causing some population problems. In 1990, there were 1.24 million horseshoe crabs living in the Delaware Bay. And that's a common location for medical crab harvesting. But by 2002, just 12 years later, that population had fallen to 330,000. That's a drop of nearly 75%. This reliance on horseshoe crabs puts a strain on the environment because many species rely on horseshoe crab eggs for food. And because of this, many medical researchers and environmental activists have pushed for the development and use of a synthetic alternative. One alternative has been developed and is in use in parts of the world outside the U.S., but the FDA has so far declined to approve its use. For now, crab blood is the best we've got. If we run out of horseshoe crabs, we might have to go back to the way testing was done before, which was injecting thousands of rabbits with potentially contaminated vaccines to see if they get sick. So, yeah, let's hope it doesn't come to that. In the meantime, take a moment to appreciate these little unsung heroes of blood donation. And go do an online search for horseshoe crabs. They look really weird.
1: I love summer, but it does have its dangers. From mosquito bites to sunburns, being out in the warm weather can lead to some less than pleasant experiences. But some of the biggest summer dangers you've heard about probably aren't as risky as you think and others are actually more dangerous. So today, I'm going to debunk five summer myths to make enjoying the outdoors a little easier and safer. Myth number one, mayonnaise causes food poisoning. Actually, it's the opposite. Mayonnaise contains vinegar or lemon juice, both of which are acids that actually help kill bacteria. So go on, live a little, and add some mayonnaise to that potato salad you brought for the summer picnic. It'll actually reduce the risk that other ingredients could make you sick. Myth number two, you can't be allergic to bee stings if you've never been stung. Sorry, you can. But luckily, even if you have an allergic reaction to your first sting, it's unlikely to be fatal. Even so, if you have signs of dizziness, tingling, or swelling of your lips and tongue after a bee sting, get to an emergency room right away. Myth number three, char is the best part of grilling. Char is the most cancerous part of grilling. The high temperatures involved with grilling create two potent carcinogens, so charred meat is not good for you. Luckily, you can reduce the risk in a very delicious way, marinating your meat in acids like lemon juice, vinegar, or wine. Myth number four, the higher your sunscreen's SPF, the better. While a higher SPF, or sun protection factor, does block more UV radiation, it's not as much as you think. SPF 15 blocks 93% of UV radiation, but SPF 50 blocks just 5% more. In the end, it's more about the amount of sunscreen on your body and how often you apply it. And myth number five, citronella repels mosquitoes. This one is bad news all around. A 2017 study found that not only are mosquitoes not repelled by citronella candles, they might even like the smell, just like we do. Things that do work are DEET and an equally effective natural remedy, which is oil of lemon eucalyptus spray, known as PMD. So put on your sunscreen and lemon eucalyptus spray, grab your marinade, and have an awesome summer.
0: Let's do a quick recap of what we learned today, starting with the fact that researchers think your brain combines signals from your two nostrils to help you navigate. It's a similar way to how your brain processes information from your two eyes or two ears. The nose knows, Ashley. I will never
1: smell the same way again. And we learned that horseshoe crab blood is the most valuable medical resource in the world because it's the only known natural source of a protein called LAL. Just a tiny amount of this blue blood can be used to test for potentially harmful bacteria when you're developing drugs, including a COVID-19 vaccine.
0: And we also learned that you should remember to worry about the right summer dangers Mayonnaise doesn't increase your chance of food poisoning, but you can be allergic to bees, even if you've never been stung. And hey, if you're going to char your meat, then marinate it first. If you want to repel mosquitoes, try DEET or PMD before citronella. And one more thing, be sure to reapply your sunscreen every couple hours. That makes a bigger difference than your SPF.
1: Yeah, I went to Yellowstone last week. I used that oil of lemon eucalyptus spray, also known as PMD. And I made sure to reapply sunscreen all the time. And it worked like a charm.
0: You don't look burned to me. Yeah. Looks like you didn't get any bites. I did get a few bites, but let's not talk about it. (laughs) Did anything else notable happen when you were at Yellowstone, Ashley? Oh, you mean like the fact that I got
1: engaged? I'm so excited for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got engaged on a hike from Fairy Falls. Uh, if anyone's familiar with Yellowstone. But yeah, it's really great and exciting. I mean, you know, we're currently in a pandemic and nobody can plan anything, but it's it's nice to be engaged.
0: <laughs> it's awesome. I've met your fiance many times. He's awesome. You're awesome. It's all awesome. I saw you tweet and I was just like, I immediately ran over to my wife. I'm like, Ashley's engaged. It was pretty good.
1: I was very happy to see your all caps tweet in response.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I figured. So, yeah, life goes on during the pandemic. It does. And Yellowstone was awesome. I've never been.
1: Oh, it was it was incredible. I just can't even describe it. It was the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah.
0: And you're from the Redwoods of California.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm I'm a snob about beautiful places. And this place (laughs) was so beautiful.
0: All right. If it's that beautiful, I'll add it to my list.
1: Yeah. I mean, I booked, you know, several months in advance. So,
0: yeah, love it. Today's stories were written by Ashley Hamer, Cameron Duke, and Grant Curran, and edited by Ashley Hamer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily.
1: Script writing was by Cody Goff and Sonia Hodgen. Curiosity Daily is produced and edited by Cody Goff.
0: Join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes.
1: And until then, stay curious.